Thursday. I think I'm still hungover from <laughs> <laughs> Memorial Day. Moderation out the window? Out the window. I, I say this a lot, and it, it, it makes me On our maybe, day of moderation. Yeah, or... maybe I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't drive. I'm, no, I didn't drive. That, so. that was part of the problem itself. You're... Oh, free booze free on top of, of I don't have to worry about driving. Yeah. So normally I keep it at like a five or a six. Mm-hmm. I was at an 11. Yeah. You're, you'll get there. You're, it's like an infant. You're in your yes. infancy stage. So no, you're right. I've got to learn how to handle all of this appropriately <laughs> exactly. and not go hog wild. I'm, it's completely new to you. New territory. Me. I am hog wild mm-hmm. all the time, but you're right. It is new territory for me. I've got a, I've got a, Survey the landscape. Yes. <laughs> Boundaries, but David. Seriously, I think I'm going to call it quits for a while in the okay. drinking. As you say with a yeah. furrow, everyone says that did the morning after. That's true. But so. it's Thursday, so I'm saying it's several mornings after. Yeah. And, and you know, I came home and there's it's like a little shot of scotch left in the refrigerator. It's, when I, and when how I did I that quit, make you feel? <laughs> nauseated. Okay. When I, when I quit drinking for the night, I quit drinking. Mm-hmm. But I don't throw it down the sink because you know how i'm conservative i can't waste it so that's like five days old Mm -hmm. six days old and it's still sitting in there did you hear i just swallowed because i was ready to erp a little bit just the thought of scotch right now (laughs) it sounds like you need a little uh deprivation and moderation today Uh, shall uh, we get started a little bit yes let's just change the subject so i don't sit here and turn green (laughs) (laughs) there are no small jobs just small-minded people yep Showing some humility and undertaking tasks that would be considered beneath you says a great deal about your character. Mm. Still avoiding the mop? We fix that. This goes so deep. It could be a Monday. It could be a a Wednesday. It could be a lot of different, a lot lot of different messages and lessons in this particular episode. But I want to stay true to the humility piece of everything of the Thursday. This conjured a story that I just was recently reacquainted with, with my brain, the way that it works, things will go dormant for decades. Like You've a said cicada. that before. Yeah, it's yeah. like a cicada. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I the... see something, or I, in this case, I heard something, and it all came flooding back. Mm-hmm. I heard what I thought, and later found out it wasn't, an old-style metal trash can being banged. I bet half the listeners wouldn't even know what that is. I imagine. Does Oscar the Grouch still live in one or have they updated that to a plastic canister? I wonder. Right. I haven't watched in a while, Mm -hmm. but that'd be, that'd be interesting because you know, they're so politically correct. (laughs) He's probably living in a biodegradable box. (laughs) Yeah. Not made in China. It's recycled Uh, something. Exactly. Good Lord. No, but it brought up a memory. I, as a kid, you know, a lot of my great, learning curves were from my dad and a lot of them I don't think started out as a learning curve for him specifically he would just come up with this shit as a great response to my protests okay in the springtime and in the summertime and part of the fall I didn't really have a hard time with bringing the garbage cans out and when I say bring the garbage cans out I'm not talking like California houses California houses your driveways Maybe 60 feet at the longest. Oh, you have a long drive. Oh, we were in rural New Jersey on a dead-end gravel road, and the house was set super back. And because we would have wild animals, we were right next to a forest. I mean, literally, we could have bears. 
So my dad built this enclosure for the trash cans and they were in the back. And so I had to drag them around the side of the house and bring them down this long ass driveway. All set and done like a half, uh, half a mile, quarter mile. And it's, it's gravel. So I had this rickety ass old, uh, I call it a hand truck. You guys call it uh, something, a dolly. Uh, uh Have you ever tried to wheel a dolly on loose gravel? It would be bumpy. Mm, bumpy my ass. And sticky. It gets it stuck in the ruts. Yep. Now, add winter time to all this fun. I didn't have a sled to drag it on. <laughs> and so I would have to get my ass out of bed, go deliver these garbage cans to the curb. And there were two, two metal garbage mm-hmm. cans. These things were nasty. They were heavy. If your hands got wet while you were moving them, they would stick to them. And unlike the Rubbermaid garbage cans, when you kicked it out of anger, it left a dent. Yes, it and did. So Dad it knew showed it mm-hmm. when I took my frustration out at it. <laughs> and if you like really got pissed off at you it, you can always blame it on the garbage man. <laughs> it's true. That guy was a drunk. <laughs> and, and we used to leave booze for him at Christmas. So that was a weird tradition. We put a bottle of booze in the mailbox for the mailman and a bottle of booze out. For the garbage man. I don't think you can do that anymore. I bet not. Yeah. And now both it's just of them, envelopes yeah. stapled to your trash cans. Right. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's what no. mine does. That's weird. I guess I, I missed the boat on that one. But anyway, the, the, the uh, obviously, after the first snow, I'm like, Dad, I don't want to do this. The, I, I, I hate this job. Well, And I was getting 25 cents a week. Right? <laughs> now, by the end of the month, I could buy a Matchbox car. <laughs> for those of you who don't know what that is, look it up. They were a buck. So every month I got a new Matchbox car. But was it worth it? Oh, hell no. I'd rather be inside with my sister who didn't have to do that kind of stuff. And so that was the deep lesson was you're the oldest, you're the male. Okay, so that probably won't fly in today's world Mm -hmm. either. But I had this sense of responsibility to contribute to the house. Regardless of, you know, he said, look, I used to do this and I didn't get an allowance. You're fortunate that you're even getting the allowance. So you see what he did there. Mm-hmm. He cut me off at the knees and said, one more word out of you, and there's no there's no more allowance. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll have to just grin and bear it. But that set the tone for a lifelong thing in me that I'm not above any job. Yeah. I, you will find me with gloves on wiping butts in the care homes that I own. Or the one that I'm the CEO of. So didn't that instill in you as well that you judge others by their actions? A hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. So it translates more than just what you're doing. It's it's how you judge others too. Rightfully so. Right. Do unto others, right? Exactly. Well, and my, my staff are still in disbelief. Like, wait a minute. We've never seen a CEO or an ED or a GM physically get on the floor and care for people. Mm-hmm. They're just at a huge distance and they love to stand there with their important self and bark orders from high above. I'm on the floor with these guys. And frankly, I have to admit that I like it better than sitting and crunching numbers on an Excel spreadsheet. I agree. Like you're in it. I'm in it. I'm interacting with these people. Mm -hmm. That's why I got into the field. Most of my colleagues did not. Their dream was to sit in an office somewhere and then deploy their golden parachute someday yeah and how often are we talking about those people yep. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's true. They don't leave anything. No. I, you know, I haven't worked for Marriott in decades, and mm. I always remember Mr. Marriott whenever he visited a property, which was very often, and he saw a piece of trash. He yes. was the one to pick it up, and that was that was a thread through everything. And you saw managers doing it, and you saw supervisors yeah. doing, it, and you even saw employees doing hourly employees doing it. So it trickles down. You read my mind that that's one of the first things that I noticed when my career was shaping up to be the turnaround guy. I'd go into troubled properties. You didn't have to tell me which one was troubled. Mm -hmm. There would be trash in the parking lot. Yep. We've talked about this on the podcast. And I would come in with it and go, what is this? (laughs) They're like, "Uh, yeah, it looks like stuff from the parking lot. Who put it there? You guys, you have no pride in your work. You should all be fired or retrained. And a lot of people didn't like that. A lot of people didn't like me. They they loved to get away with doing the least amount. And if that's who you are, I don't want you to work for me. Pride in the house, baby. Pride in the house. So yeah, I'll push them up. Is my name custodian? No. But am I? Yes. I'm all roles into one. As and, it should be. As it should be. Mm-hmm. And everybody else should follow suit. If I set that example, other people will... Clean up the bathroom, even though they're not the janitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that lesson. And I think it's, God, I'm going to say something that might be ageist. We've lost. We've lost it, <laughs> yes, right? We've lost touch. Doesn't it feel like each generation, it gets further and further mm-hmm. out? Yeah. Well, that's not my job. I'm not hired to do that. You don't pay me enough to do that. Someone else uh, will do it. Yeah. Yeah, entitlement. And we talk about that in a podcast coming up. <laughs> entitlement and everyone gets a trophy type thing. Right. So, Or the, the the parents will do it for me so I don't have to. I don't think this is a term, but it should be. I'm going to bring my C game. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, right? it is a feeling of, well, I didn't put it there. Right. It doesn't matter. These people don't want to put on their A game. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Here's, here's, a, here's a, I'm going to assert this. Chances are it doesn't begin and end with work. Chances you are it, it begins and ends with the way you keep your home, the way you manage your relationship, the way you navigate life. You're just phoning it in on all different levels. Why? Because it's acceptable to you. And that goes right into our homework. Love I it. hear the bell. Ding, ding. The homework. Reflect on the last time in your personal life, in your work life. In your fun life, the last time you were tasked with a remedial job. Oh, I like with it. With something that maybe you thought, maybe you deemed beneath you, right. quote unquote. How did you react? I like it. Did you jump in? What were your thoughts inside your head? Or did you actually like it? Yeah. Did you pass or did you fail? Yeah. Did you execute it with grace or did you complain the whole time? Right. That says a lot about your character. That, sure I mean, that's does. a character measure right there. That's the very definition yeah. of character right there. Yeah. And it can be measured. And people do judge you on your actions. We said right. it in the beginning. It's, it's inevitable. We, we have a weird saying in my industry because we take care of elders and bio things happen with okay. elders. Mm-hmm. We pound our chest and proudly say, we're number one at number two. I love that. Isn't that great? Yeah. And to take pride in something like that. I feel like that sums up 
this gift of the day. Yeah. If you don't take care of number two, your your patients are going to die. Yes. I mean, literally, because the skin breakdown is mm -hmm. so pervasive that they will have decubitus ulcers, tunnel, and then they will probably pass away from infection. So you've got to be number one at number two. I, I, another shirt idea. I was just going <laughs> to say that. Oh, we can get another shirt going. Yep. Get out there and fly that kite. Yako Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement. Your job, your homework right now is to observe. Observe yourself the next time you're at work or even mm. under pressure in a situation or in a confrontation. Like you said, this goes throughout everything. Yeah. Um, how did you handle it? How did you react to everything? Were you, was it beneath you to pick up that trash? Was it beneath you to just listen and be wrong? Um, to take someone else's view or did you fail what went wrong this has nothing to do with what we talked about this is why I stopped doing homework ahead of time because it never <laughs> pertains to the story that we do okay do you want me to pause it yeah okay <laughs> it's an epic outtake though <laughs>